Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, what's going on? Oh, man, bless, bless. Yes, you are, Brian. <laughs> I tell you what, we, Brian and I were nominated for award, an award here in, in Tallahassee. It's, it's an award for, uh, correct me, Brian, if I'm wrong, it's for Kids Champions. Yes, Champions for Children. Yeah. We, Brian and I both do a lot of work in the uh, Tallahassee area, and we were nominated, and Brian brought the, uh, the, the gold home. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what, Brian, I was so glad when you won, because I was sitting there, I was saying to myself, if there's anybody in this entire room, the, the room was packed. I don't, yeah. I don't know. How many people do you think were there, Brian? Four or five hundred, maybe? At least 400. Yeah. And when they called your name, I said, you know what? If there's anybody that deserves this award, it's Brian. Because you really do love children. You love, uh, you know, just being around the kids. And both, I I love it, too. But when you won, I won. I felt, you know, I I was just as proud, man. And and I just wanted to say that on the show tonight. Congratulations and let everybody know. Well, thank you, you, thank you. Yeah, that you are a champion for the kids. You know, I was, to be honest, I was completely shocked. I wasn't. And I, and I really kind of felt unworthy. Nah, nah, nah. You know, and uh, in talking with, I can't remember the lady's name. I think her name is Julie Miller. Judy. Judy Miller. Yes. She said afterwards, she said, there's always one person out there that we don't know about that's doing that type, that's doing what we believe you know, instills the mindset in the heart of a champion. Yes. And so she said, you were that person this year. That's it. And it just, I, I you know, I almost, I, I really got emotional and yeah, I was about to cry. Yeah, you were about to, I was about, you know, to, was about to let it go. Yeah, I mean, that that's it. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, congratulations. I just wanted to say that before we got into the show. Yes, yes. But man, we're going to have a good show tonight. Oh, absolutely. We get to talk about why women nag men. Ooh, hot topic, hot topic. And why men cheat. Yes. You know what, Brian, a lady asked me that. She said, well, Greg, why do men cheat? Is it, are they just trying to sleep with just everybody out there? I said, well, I don't know. You're going to have to ask the ones that's doing it. I, I can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you, if certain men, you ask that question, and they'll say, well, you know what, love has nothing to do with it. And I think a lot of women are saying, if everything, if I'm doing everything at home to keep, you know, my husband satisfied or, you know, we have a good family, he's got a good job, this and that, everything is, is good, why is, he, why is it that he'll go out there and do that? You know, it, we're going to get into that tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but we want you all out there, our listening audience, to chime in also. You know, we want to hear what you all think and what you all have to say. And so to do that, Call us at 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. And also, you can hit us up on the Blog Talk chat lines. Come check us out. Yeah. You know, but in all seriousness, it's it's almost like it's an epidemic or like a pandemic. 
when, when you think about the number of people who are not faithful, yeah. you know, in any respects, to their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, it, it's, it's alarming and it's sad and it's dangerous. But, Brian, now let's be, let's be fair. There's a lot of women out there that have good husbands and good fiancés or boyfriends or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And they will go and tip across the fence as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it's not just men. It's on both sides. You know, I mean, not that this is, is, is part of our topic discussion, but you even have some with, I'll just say like this, alternative lifestyles that cheat, yeah. which is kind of crazy and, you know, beyond my, my whole range of, you know, range of thought. You know, because I'm thinking, okay, it's an alternative lifestyle, so is that really cheating? <laughs> but it is, you know. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, I, Ryan, I, I don't know. I don't know. And the way divorces are popping up in this country and, and all over the world, not just in this country, but it's like, I don't know, it, it's 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 like almost like it's so easy to get out of a marriage, but it's more red tape to get into one. Are, are you seeing that? You know, what what I do see is there are a lot of people who, once they get into a marriage or get into a serious relationship and they see what it's all about, they say, whoa, wait a minute, uh, I think I might have made a mistake, you know, and then they want out. Well, Brian, let me let, let let me let me ask you this question before we get into a deeper discussion about why they're cheating and stuff. But what is it that why is it that a man won't commit to a relationship as fast as the woman would commit? I think it has to deal with emotions. Hmm. You know, generally women are more trusting than men are. Men don't trust nobody. <laughs> I'm just being honest, you know. I, I I think about my grandfather when I say that, and I think about my father when I say, "Man, they don't trust you." Yeah, they 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 always have to stand back, and they let you talk. Yeah, I think I think if a man gets burnt one time, he gets hurt one time. It's he's gonna make it tough on everybody else. Oh yeah. You know, I, and actually, I think that's the same thing with a woman. You know, you get a woman that that get, that really gets hurt. You know because. What 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 you'll see what you'll see happen is a lot of times men will put if they put a lot into that relationship, mm-hmm. that and then they get burnt. You know they 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 come out and they're like I'm I'm not doing that anymore. Mm. I'm not doing that anymore. So you know you do have that situation where they get burned and it's on. Yeah. Like for now on, I'm burning everybody else. Mm, that's so sad. That's so sad. But Brian, I think um, what I want to want to do, Brian, is you know we need to take a, a about a two minute break, and we will be right back. Um, give us two minutes. We listen to a commercial. I, as big as the ocean blue, from head to toe, I was created by God. Hips, curvaceous, right down to my bony knees. No mistakes were made on me. 
As I gaze into the mirror, I love what I see. The mole on the left side of my face. I'm a creation of God. A piece of artwork. A design is original. No one can compare. Right down to the length of my wavy black hair. So don't judge me, don't you dare. All the miracles God created back then, when most of his work was finished, he filled me in. The brown skin. Brown skin. Brown skin. Okay, Brian, are you there? Yes, I'm yes. here. Okay. Brian, I think we have a caller on the... Uh, Caller, I think it's calling from the 434 area code. Caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? I guess not, Brian. But, Brian, you know, I was saying, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure figure this thing out about why the women can commit so much easier than we can. You know, when before you were married, Brian, was it an issue with you? You know, I can't say that it was. You know, um... Once I once I grew up, so to speak, you know, when I was younger, you know, you get in into your wild days, and I was wild back then, you know, and it wasn't really a thing for me. If I if I really liked somebody, you know, I I didn't have a problem committing. Mm-hmm. But if it was just, you know, if I didn't really have, you know, I I don't want to say I, not that I didn't like them, but if I didn't really want to have a relationship, I, I didn't really push it, you know, but I was always clear that, you know, hey, no, this friendship, not but, relationship. But now, Brian, now, as a man, you know when a man usually says something like that, it's because there's either somebody else on the side or he wants to, he don't want this, this, this red flag on his head saying he's tagged, he's not available. You know, and, and the thing is, Personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you if you're in a situation where you don't want to be in a committed relationship, I think you should say that right off the bat. And I think that's the problem. Most people don't say it. They just assume, oh, okay, we've been hanging out, we went out a couple times, went out to dinner, went to the movies, whatever. Okay, now we're together. Mm-hmm. And they never actually have the conversation to say, hey, are we together? Mm. Or are we just friends, you know, or are we just hanging out? Mm. Where is this relationship going? And part of that is because when you start having conversations like that, immediately with men, you know, they start to say, oh, boy, she's trying to get serious. It's too fast, you know. But you need to have clear and direct, you know, information so you know where it's going. Right. You know, but when a man hears that, immediately he's thinking, oh, she's trying to lock me down. Oh, no, I got to run. It's something she got out something she won't. I don't know what it is. And so immediately, and a lot of it is just from a lack of understanding of themselves mm-hmm. and of that person. I think once you, if you if you really sat down and got to know the person for who they were, 
versus from who they showed you. You see, we we all wear a lot of masks. You know, nobody's going to come out and go out on a date and, you know, scratch their butt and, you know, not brush the teeth, you know, not comb their hair. You know, they're not going to come out and show you who they are when they wake up in the morning. That that's 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 something that's coming up later is what you're saying. Yeah. And so <laughs> what they're doing is they're showing you the made up person, they're showing you the person that you quote unquote that you wanna see. Somebody you know, we hear all the time when when you know, as men we hear this thing all the time, okay now when you guys get married, she's gonna change. She's gonna change, I'm telling you, she's not gonna be the same woman, she's gonna change and they make it as if the woman is some type of vampire or wolf or something. And <laughs> it's just, you know, you hear these things, and, and all the younger men that are coming up, you know, that are dating or maybe about to take that step and get married, and you hear guys say that, oh, she's going to change. Well, the man is going to change as well. Let's be fair about it. Let's not just put all that on the woman. I mean, now, granted, some women like to change things or or you know they they you know i guess they say that they want the best so they're giving you their opinion i that's what i take it as but i know i know you've heard that brian oh yeah yeah you you know here's the thing and this is something that i've learned when a woman asks you for your opinion (laughs) Sometimes they really want the, your opinion, and sometimes they don't want you to say nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a lot of times they'll say, does this dress make me look fat? Oh, no. And it's a trick question every time. I know you didn't say that, Brian. <laughs> I know, Brian, I know you did not say that. I'm just telling you the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. They really don't want the answer but they do but they don't you see that's why you never here's the thing what i usually do is i say well do you think it makes you look fat no i ask them i put it back on them and if they say yes and i'm like well why do you think that see i never answer the question i just give them the question back i let them take ownership of the answer but that's not good enough, Brian. That's not good enough. Now, thanks, Brian. Now, you've gone out with your wife, and you guys were looking at clothes, and mm-hmm. you know she went on, and she went in, and she tried a dress on, and she tried something on, and the first question she asked you was, "Does this dress make my behind look big?" Now, what granted, did you say? This is now. See, there's a difference. No, this no, is my wife. No, but Brian. What did you say, though? What was your answer? Looks good to me. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> See, that's, to me, that's the right answer. It looks good to me. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't because, know. Because to be honest, when, she, when she's your wife, it shouldn't matter what she wore. That's true. That's true. But you know. and, and, and to be honest, it doesn't. Now, if it's something that... that doesn't look flattering. I'll say it. Hey, no, I don't like that. But how? But how would you say it? I'll say it like that. I don't like that. But then she's going to ask. Well, what is it that you don't like about it? 
Nah, she doesn't ask that. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's see, my wife knows me. And so because she knows me, if I say something, if I say I don't like something, she knows I don't like it. You know, she won't she won't go too deep and say, well, why don't you like this? Well, doesn't this look good? Doesn't that look good? And, you know, and in the event she does, because, you know, sometimes she will go and ask that question. Most of the time she doesn't, but sometimes she will. And what I'll say is, what do you think? Because it's really about you. If you don't feel comfortable in it, that's fine. But you look good to me. I don't particularly like that outfit or this outfit or the way that looks, you know. Just like Monday night, we went out, she dressed up, she looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she kept, you know, saying, well, does that look right? Does that look right? Does that look right? You know, and I kept telling her, you look wonderful. You look wonderful. You know, now, of course, it took her about ten minutes to figure out what pairs of shoes she wanted to wear, and I had to tell her, I don't like those. I like those, wear the other ones, you know. But, uh, you know, for the most part, well, she she took my advice. She wore the ones that I liked. Mm. You know, cause, and I really think it's about the fact that, you know, she wanted to look nice, and she want if I thought she looked good, then she was all right. Okay, now let's move on to this, Brian. This this is the this is the number one killer to relationships, I think. Well, we all know the number one killer to relationships is lack of communication. Yes. Right. You you would agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have a man and you have a woman that are dating or they're engaged, and we're gonna we're gonna bring up this subject about the nagging. I want to hear something from uh, a woman. I want to hear what women have to say about their nagging. They say it's not nagging. I, I'm not saying it's nagging. I'm just saying that's what a lot of men say, and yeah, a lot of men sometimes they're pushed away by that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know too many people that want to come home, and the first thing that they hear when you walk through the door is why you didn't do this, 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 blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's just, it just gets it just get out of hand. I mean, what would you tell a young man how to deal with something like that? You know, it's real tricky because again, we're trying to how can I say we're trying to 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 psych out you know the mind of a woman and a wife, and, and and see women aren't their minds aren't all all the same. Just like men, their minds are all the same. So it's not going to always work. Somebody may tell you and give you some good advice. That may totally blow up in your face. Mm. Now, I'm reminded of the movie Hitch. If anybody's seen the movie Hitch, where he was giving, um, Hitch was giving the guy advice, and the guy kept doing his own thing. You know, he would add his own little thing in it, and Hitch kept telling him, no, you can't do that, you can't do that. You know, and this is the guy who's giving all these people advice about how to get their woman, and he's so successful in doing it. And all the advice he was giving the guy, the guy's what won the lady over was his own charm. You know, the stuff that he told him not to do that he did anyway mm-hmm. is what won her over. And the thing, you know, the beautiful thing about that, Brian, that you say that, everything is different with everybody. Right. Everything that worked may have worked for the other guy didn't work for... You know, it didn't work on this particular woman. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we need to spend a lot more time learning who the person is. Yes. You know, I think we need to spend a lot more time as men 
paying attention. Now, a lot of times, women, we pay more attention than you guys think. We just don't let you know it. Am I right, Brian? Yes. We pay close attention because, see, we have to know when we come home, we have to know your moods. We have to know, and I'm not saying that you all of you guys are moody. I'm not saying that now. I don't want to get attacked. Brian, it's just when we do this type of show, we have to be so careful. It's like I'm walking on eggshells. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but, you know, we we want to keep peace in the house because if the woman in the house is not happy, Brian, you know the rest of it. If she's not happy, oh, let me say it again. If she's not happy, that house will not run like it's supposed to run. No, sir. Now, I'm just putting it out. I'm just telling the truth. You know, the guys, if you know, you can get upset with me if you want, but you know I'm telling the truth. It's the absolute if truth. That woman in that house is not happy. Oh my goodness. Oh my. <laughs> I, I, ooh, Brian. I see, <laughs> I see why a lot of us spend a lot of time in the dog house. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, and we're talking about male and female relationships, mm. and the fact that. Why, you know, why women nag? Why are men? Let's get on the men for a second, you know. Let's talk about these these brothers of ours out here that just ain't holding their own. But now, bro, we're going to come up with, now, when we talk about the men, now, you and I, we're going to have to give a solution, too, now. We can't. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the one thing that gets me is when a brother don't want to work. Work? You say Work. Work. That's the thing. When he doesn't want to go get a job, when he thinks that sitting at home doing nothing while his woman is out there, you know, earning the dough and paying the bills, he's cool with that. Hmm. <laughs> you see what I mean? That that, that's the thing that burns. Ooh, I don't like that. Brian, is that is that what you call a mama's boy? You know what? I can't even call it a mama's boy. Just lazy and sorry. That's just a sorry boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and 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 part of it is that because they were a mama's boy, they never grew up. They stayed the mama's boy, and everything they needed, mama gave them. Mm-hmm. See, I guess I'm just different because I'm a mama's boy. I love my mama. I love my mama, but I can't take nothing from my mama. But, Brian, I just can't. You know what the guys are saying? I'm going to do it to her before she do it to me. But here's the thing. What are you trying to prove? I mean, that's really what, what, what does that prove? What does that even mean? Oh, I'm going to do it to her before she do it to me. Why are you even in the relationship if your goal is to do it to her before she do it to you? Well, you know what, Brian? Now I'm not answering for them, but I'm just I'm just saying now. Uh-huh. I think that a lot of guys do that. Is you know a lot of guys are that way because now we know that sex is for marriage. Mm-hmm. And when you you know relationships are hard enough without having a sexual relationship with someone. But when you have a sexual relationship with a woman or that woman has a sexual relationship with that man, there is a lot tied into that. 
Oh, There's yeah. a lot of assuming going on. And with a man, it becomes a territorial thing when he has sex with a woman. And they're together, and they're spending money on this woman. They feel like not that they own her. They feel like the level of respect is so high. I think men uh, demand respect more so than the women. I think that's one of the issues. Now, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but, you know, when a man is, is it's like he's marking his uh, his area. You know what it is? I I think it's sort of like, you know, when, 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 when tigers or lions, when they when they make their kills, you know, follow me here. When they make their kills, they're gonna eat the bulk of that kill. They're not letting another animal come near it. Now I'm talking about a male lion. Now most female lions will make sure that their young eat. You know, they'll get a little bit. They make sure their young eat. A male lion, when he kills something, he's gonna eat until he's full. And when he's full, he'll leave whatever's left for somebody else. And I think when you know, if you correlate that to the male psyche, you know, when you got when 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 you claim something as yours, you don't want nobody even looking at it. And anybody that looks at you, ready to lash out. Well, now let's good. I'm I'm glad that you said that. Now let's get into this domestic violence thing. Oh, the territorial thing. Mm-hmm. When that is threatened, the first thing a lot of men will do is they won't say anything to the man. They're coming at the woman. Now, they don't have a ring on their finger, and they really can't question her. At what point do you think in the relationship that, wait a minute, he's getting out of line here? And, you know, I think, I really do believe that a lot of the domestic issues, there are signs, there are warnings, there are red flags up. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're just not walking into it. It's just not all of a sudden one day it just changes. Everything just changes. I think a lot of times we ignore it. And now, Brian, a lot of women are becoming violent. Oh, yes. Definitely. You know, believe it or not, believe it or not, there is a large, there's a growing number of women who are charged with domestic violence. And it's simply because they feel like they can hit the man, and if the man hits them back, he goes to jail. And they usually go after those men who they know aren't going to hit them back. Mm. Because he's saying, man, I'm not going to jail for that. Well, first of all, I don't know too many. <laughs> yeah, you know what, you're right. But you know what, Brian, I don't, I don't know too many men that will say, I'm calling the sheriff or I'm calling the police because you're beating me. Now, what will happen on the other end, or when the police or the sheriff comes, a lot of times what they do is they're either going to give you a hard time, they'll probably laugh at you for one. Oh, you can't take care of your home? You can't run your house? Okay, you go in there and try that. And then you're going to be the ones in the handcuffs. Right. But I think I think what happens is also, Brian, that a lot of us, we don't know our role in our relationships. We don't know that role. Once we know our role, and we, we'll know the boundaries that we can cross and what we can't cross. And I think a lot of the issues and has to do with disrespect. And, Brian, another thing, too, is when we look at these men that are beating on these women, 
a lot of times they're doing it because they saw it in their homes. Yes. Yes. Normally, people who are perpetrators and victims of abuse have seen it all before. They've seen it all before. Either their parents were victims or perpetrators, you know, or they're vic- or they were victims of child abuse when they were young. Mm. Well, it's, it's such a sad thing when we can't control our temper, or even the women. I'm saying we. I'm talking about everybody. I think what happens is a lot of times when we can't control our temper, that's mm-hmm. when things just get out of hand. And there's so many battered women. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of battered women out there. And some of them are listening right now. They're probably in denial. Some of them are. Then you have some of them. And, Brian, the number one question that's asked to battered women, why did you choose to stay? Why are you staying with this man? (laughs) Why are you staying with this man? You know, and, and the sad part about it is that the more you try to tell them not to stay, the more they feel like they're trapped and they have to. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You know, and that, that, I mean, that's really the saddest part about it is they feel trapped. Well, what am I going to do? Am I going to, I don't have a job or I don't have a car or I don't have anywhere to go. And the truth is, they just didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of times you have to get out of there as fast as you can. But also, Brian, too, now, a lot of women, they they grow up and they marry a man like their father that beat their mother. Now, that sounds crazy, but for some reason... That happens. That that person is placing them on that level of 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 you know. All women want security. And Brian, how many times have you heard? Well, he beats me because he loves me. And I'm not making fun of any anybody. Please don't get it wrong. But that's just what we hear. We hear that. I think it's the level of thinking. And I think if there's counseling needed right away. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. I, I don't. You know, I'm I'm chatting here with our, a lot of our guests on the chat line, and someone said, "What about these women attracted to thugs?" <laughs> what do you think about that, Greg? Because oh, you know what I think. <laughs> well, you know, again, it, are, are these thugs? Is it a security issue, or is it just something that? I think it's their environment. I really do. I think it that that's the type of men that they're attracted to has a lot to do with their environment. Now, we we can also say that you have a lot of women in the the corporate world that love thugs. Why? I I I don't know. Maybe it's a thrill thing. Maybe it's um, you just don't know what that person is going to do. I don't know. I, I don't understand it. But a, a lot of times you hear good girls love like bad guys. It just seems like right now all you see on television, you see the thugs or you see the bad person. But what about the men out there that are really doing something to change lives and that are not doing all these crazy things? What do the women, a lot of the women say, Brian, is he's soft. I don't want anybody like that. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and the thing is, it's because they've they've been given a false, you know, it, they've been given something. How do I want to say this? They've been given a perception of what hard men or strong men should be. Yeah. A, a man shouldn't be sensitive. He should be strong, break rocks with his teeth, and you know, and slam boulders or something. You know what I mean? And Brian, it, you know they what? think about her, her. You know, Fred Flintstone tough. You know what? There's a difference between a man and a male. There is a difference. Yes. Certain things a man will do, there's certain things a male will do. Yes. And you have so many people saying, well, this person needs to be a man. Well, that's what you have. Well, this person, uh, you never hear, well, you know, this person is a male. I don't know. Well, Brian, let's go to the callers. We have someone from the 407 area code. Caller, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Yes, how are you? I'm doing really good. Good. Great, good. great. Thank you. You have a question or comment? And we're talking about uh, abused women. We're also talking about abused men. A lot of people don't think that that happens, but it, 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 it does. It sure does happen. And it happens so much until um, it's rampant. It's 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 practically running our homes. Mm. Um, where can you begin? The fact that we just, um, I honestly believe it's just a breakdown in knowing who we are as individuals. You know, mm-hmm. you start with that. And then you have to know... Um, that there are roles determined by society that are just unfair and not standard and shouldn't be standard. Um, a man can cry. A man can do this, that. You know, we separate. A man can do this. A woman can do this and that. But I say humans. We're humans. And we're allowed to act like humans. And um, <laughs> there shouldn't be any hardcore uh, line definition of what makes a man, what makes a woman, this and that and another, but we should just start accepting each other as human. Well, call You're human. You're a yeah. male human. I'm a female human. Yeah. You may do one thing. I may do another thing. I might like to do construction work. Hey, I might like, you know, to have strong arms, you know. I might like to run the family. Maybe I can find a male that is the opposite or can vibe off of who I am and, and be satisfied. Well, so why do we this. live in this, you're a man, you do this, you're a woman, you do this, and that kind of thing? Yes. Well, Carla, let me ask you this. You know, we hear all the time the male is supposed to be the head of the household. We hear that. Yes. At what point do you think the male is getting out of hand when he becomes physical? Is it, is, you know, we were saying that, I guess my question is, let me try to get it together. We we hear so much of a man trying to be the head of the household, and he, he's trying to to put this power into play at all times, and then it becomes physical. Now, this is my question. When that happens, that is a warning. There have been warnings before that, but but because this man has physically placed his hands on you, do you think that that person should have noticed the warning that was coming? They should have known that this was coming? Not necessarily, because we live in such a topsy-turvy I don't want to say universe, world, or whatever it is, because think think on this um, scenario. A little girl grow up, 
getting spankings by her father. Okay. And the father says, bam, 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 on the tail, she cries, and he says, I do this because I love you, okay? I want to correct you. Do you understand that? Yes, yes. ma'am, yes, sir, and same, vice versa. We, we spank the children, bam, 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 they cry, ooh, and we say, oh, baby, but we're doing this because we love you. Don't you understand that? Okay, then we get to, to where we're so-called grown, and we get in these relationships, and he go, bam, 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 I'm doing this because I love you and I'm trying to correct you. And then they go, oh, mercy, oh, mercy, look at this. He hitting on her. Yeah. Now, if we're raising them up, what, what, you know, what is the difference? You know what, really? I was just talking about that. I said that a lot of times women will uh, seem to, they'll, they'll go to the man that reminds them of their father. If, you know, let's say that their father was an abusive father. It's almost like they're looking for that abusive man to uh, fall in love with or just to be with knowing that this man may be violent. You know, Greg, I, I think there's a there's a distinction between, you know, abuse and correction. Okay. You know, I, I think there's a distinction there. You know, if you're correcting someone like a child, you know, for when they did something wrong and you decide you want to spank them, as long as you're not doing it in a way that you know, you're trying to injure that child or whatever, you're correcting them, then I don't see a problem with that. But when you're an adult, I think you have to, uh, you know, I think you got enough sense to know that nobody needs to correct you by spanking you. You know, you're an adult. Yes. You make adult decisions. You have, you know, you're an adult. So you don't need anybody to tell you, well, you out of line, I'm going to spank you. Mm-hmm. So, you Brian, see what I mean? Yes. Let me ask you this, too, Brian. With with a lot of men losing their temper and doing the things that they do, do you think, you know, because of the pressures of the world that that's why they do what they do? I know that there is no excuse for what this person is doing if he's placing his hands on the person. There's absolutely no excuse for that. Right. I think when it gets to that point, that person's knowledge has stopped on the situation he's in. And I think that's when that person becomes angry because they really don't know how to deal with this situation. So they do the very first thing that comes into play, and that's anger. A lot of times, anger starts when knowledge stops. Mm. So we need to educate ourselves on what to do and spend more quality time with each other. Even, you know, and if we have to go into counseling, Go into counseling because you're only going to get out of your marriage and your relationship what you put in it. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What What do you want? Do you want to stay in an abusive relationship? And again, I say that because it's happening so much, and a lot of the women are saying, "I stayed because I thought he would change," or "I stayed because of the children," or "I stayed because I didn't have any other place to go." I I don't want to start all over. So we're seeing these things happening all the time. And, and one of the first things that happens when, if there's verbal abuse, along with physical abuse, the self-esteem of that woman will, will drop drastically. Yes. It will really drop. Now, I'll say this, in a relationship, on the, when the woman is doing the verbal abuse, 
anybody, you know, all of us, we can only take so much. Yes. But when you tear a man down with words, mm-hmm. you can only do it for so long. Right. And you're not knowing that you're continually tearing this man down, even though he's not saying anything. When you tear him down, you don't realize that that relationship is, is over. Because you can only do that for so long. We need to be careful with the things that we say to each other. When it gets to that point, at some point we need to say, okay, let's step away from this. Let's leave this alone because it's getting to a, a level that is starting to get out of hand. But because we don't want to lose the argument, we feel that our opinion is is more, uh, it, it makes more sense than the other person. You know, Greg, I, I want to, I want to get back into uh, something we were talking about earlier about when they have a good man or a good woman. You know, why do you think they go out and cheat and then look for somebody else? You know, Ooh. why? Why do? What? Well, I, I'll ask two questions. Why do men, when they have everything they could possibly want at home, go out and tip? Wow. And conversely. Why do women do it? Oh, Got a man. good man at home, working hard, paying the bills, and they out there cheating. Or, man, you know what? Or you got a you got a good woman, cook, clean, make sure the kids are, are well groomed. You know, taking care of the house, taking care of you, and you out there tipping with somebody who don't cook, don't clean, and don't want to do none of that stuff. Do you think? Do you think it's uh, because? Uh, well, I'm asking you. Do you think it's because um, people people tend to do that because of the game they've done it so long, or they feel like I'm going to get back at this person, I'm 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 going to go out and I'm going to sleep with this guy, or I'm going to go out and sleep with this woman because I don't know how to deal with this issue any longer. I can't get them to see my side of the story. So if he's not going to love me the way that I want to be loved, or he's, if he's not going to do the things that I want him to do, I'm going to do what I'm going to do to make me feel good. You know, I, but here's the thing. We know we're not talking about somebody who's like a deadbeat, don't want to do nothing. We're talking about the person who's there, who's providing, who's doing everything above and beyond, you know, what they normally would do. But they're doing what they what they're supposed to do, and yet still you still have someone that goes out and decide. Well, I think I'm gonna go ahead and hook up with with Ray Ray or you know or Tisha or whoever you know and do my thing. He'll never find out. She'll never find out. And if he do find out, or if she do find out, oh well, because they ain't going nowhere. You know why do you think? They feel like they're above reproach. I think, uh, Brian, I really do believe, I'll I'll say it again, I really really do believe a lot of this has to do with the environment that they're around. And when I say environment, I'm talking about what are they watching on television? Mm. People might think I'm crazy when I say that, but are you watching the soaps? Are you watching things that, that is... This person, you're glorifying what this person is out there doing. Yeah, like what are you being fed? Yes, yes. So, you know, whatever you allow to come in you, a lot of times that's what you are. You are what you allow to come in you. You are what you eat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that that too. I just really do believe that we're watching things, we're seeing things, and the enemy will make things look so good. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's a certain type of woman you want, a certain type of woman that you like, a lot of times that's what's going to come in front of you, and now you got to deal with that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You know, the one thing that that I'm still harping on, I'm still harping on these men who don't want to work. <laughs> that just that bothers me, you know, because I always tell the kids, you know, when I'm talking to the kids, I always say, man, if you don't work, you ain't eating. Well, you know what the old people say, that if you're yeah. not working, you're stealing. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and, and they'll sit up in there, oh, whatever, she going to come home. You know, this is what really gets me. You see them, they're hanging out at the house. They didn't moved in with the girl, right? Driving her car while she Driving her car while she at work, hollering at other women, laughing about it like there's nothing wrong with it, going up to her job, borrowing money, you know. <laughs> and then they go home, sit up, get them a brew, hang out in her apartment, with all her stuff, and act like it's theirs. That's right. Oh, that burns me up. <laughs> Man, we got to do better than that. Yeah. Rick, let's go to a caller. We have a caller in the 301 area code. 301, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Talk Ryan. to us. Talk to us. Hey, how are you? Good. It's Denisha. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> how are you guys doing? We're doing oh, we're fine. blessed. We're blessed. You, um, you. So I take it you've been listening to our conversation about men, women, relationships, and why. Yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, you know, the whole thing you were just talking about with regards to the men who don't want to work, you know, I think that's what happens when roles and things get so reversed that, you know, and then the pool gets smaller so women are taking more stuff. Um, where There was a time where... You know, and not to be so general, but where men would be men, so to speak, and you might have a, a husband who, you know, they would find out had a whole other family across town. But the difference between the men back in the day and the men now is that they were taking care of both house, both households. I'm not validating the action, but they weren't laying up on the women. And now things are so reversed and so screwed up that you have, and I. You know, I give. I'm so happy that women are able to be successful. So this is not a knock against the women being successful, but you have women who have everything in their life that they need financially, but a man, and so they are sacrificing the finances and everything else so they can have a body at home and someone to come home to because they know if they don't, they'll be alone and there'll be some other woman that's willing to sacrifice herself just to have him there. So they go ahead and make the sacrifice because they think they tell themselves, well, you know, it's just money, and, you know, when I, when he's not here, I don't have anything to do and there's no one to be with, so I'll just go ahead and sacrifice it for his company. Yeah. So there's always going to be somebody that's willing to take you up on that offer. You know what? Let me ask you this, Denisha. Do you think it's fair? I know you're going to say no, but <laughs> do you think it's fair for these down low brothers, uh oh, 
I'm, I, we got to go there. Go there. To call to 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 have a relationship with a woman, and not be male or man enough to give this woman a choice to say, okay, if this is what you're going to do, okay, I accept that. And I think in any situation, in every situation, my number one request is always give me the choice. Yeah. You know, especially especially something like being on the down low because not that they're not that they are the cause there's so this the stigma that down low brothers are the reason that AIDS is so hot. But they definitely play a part to the numbers growing in the African American female community. And so just give me the choice. You know, some women are willing to sacrifice and say, Hey, well, just don't just don't put it in my face. But Give me the right to choose. I absolutely hate when anyone takes away another person's right to choose. You know, I have a friend that's always telling me, I'm a pretty honest person, and so I tend to attract guys that are fairly honest, and she's always like, how do you get men to be so honest with you? And sometimes she gets she gets upset that they tell me things that they shouldn't tell me, and I'm like, well, for me, the more information, the better, because I, I prefer to have the right to choose. And so even though it's not typical things that a man should tell a woman, let me know because it tells me who you are, and then it gives me the right to choose. Don't take away my right to to decide if it's something that I want to participate in. Give me that. Give me the information, and then trust me to be woman enough to meet you at the place of honesty and deal with you accordingly. Mm, wonderful answer, Brian. Yes, yes. You know, I I totally agree. I think that you know because in my in my field of work that I do it, you know, other than what my normal job is, I deal with a lot of people that are in that community on the down low and so forth. And, you know, surprisingly, the numbers are nowhere. I mean, they, they've, they've completely just grown. And you have a lot of people that are coming out and are saying, yeah, hey, you know, actually I did that or I'm doing that. And so they're not really down low anymore. Right. But you still have a lot of them that are, that lead normal lives, you know, that are not just, oh, the brother that just got out of the joint and, you know, he had a girlfriend, but while he was in the joint, he was somebody's girlfriend and he didn't want them to know. But we're talking about, I mean, just recently we had a senator, you know, in the state of Florida that was in trouble for that. We had representatives and, you know what I mean? We had uh, a U.S. senator or a U.S. representative, you know, so it it doesn't, and it's not just African-American. It's mm. all walks of life, you know. And so I think the real issue here is not that, oh, they're down on the down low or, hey, they're, you know, trying to do something behind somebody's back or whatever. I think the real issue is failure to communicate. Now, Brian, let's be let's be fair with this. And Denisha, we're going to be fair with this. What about the sisters that's on the down low? Now, we don't look at that the same way. To some men, that's a turn on. Yes, I, I agree. Well, yeah, I it is. I looked at the same way partially because of the excuse me, the act itself. Excuse me for being just blunt about it. The act itself is there's, there's there's not direct violation or I'll just say violation uh, when it's female-female, but when it's male-to-male, it leaves a different imprint in your mind. So 
and I think there's this whole fantasy about women together. So it's just the stigma is different, although I think in a family setting when a, a man is committed to this woman or is a husband of this woman, I'm sure it's just as devastating, just as everything. I had a friend who, whose husband begged her for years to do a threesome. She was like, you're crazy, that's disgusting. Well, of course, they agreed. Wow. And she agreed eventually, and now she's with the woman that he brought into the relationship, into the bedroom. She's no longer with her husband. Now she's with the the. Wait a minute, she's with the woman? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. boy. So well, he opened up a can of worms that just spilled all over his life. I'm, I'm listening, I'm, I'm reading something in the chat room, and someone is saying, you know, a lot of these people are saying that they're not gay, but they're just bi-curious. <laughs> and and you know and she also saying that he or she I don't know who it is they're also saying that uh, <laughs> most women uh you know they're not on the down low they just have sexual prowess you know and basically a freak or, or in another term that's used as a hoe I, I don't know why and how you're gonna touch on that but I'm not. <laughs> you know what? I'll say it like this. That that term can be used both ways with both sexes. You know, it's you know, they're quote unquote freaks on both sides. They're, you know, whores, whoremongers, whatever you want to call them, on both sides of the table. And so it's not just a woman thing or a man thing. It's a people thing and it's something that is really based on, like I said before, a lack of communication. A lack of communication. They don't communicate. They don't talk. Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you, if you communicate, if you build a strong commu a, com a strong relationship based on communication first, if you're if you have a strong bond based on the communication that you have with that person, then all the other stuff will fall into place without a problem. Mm. Can I touch on that real quick? Sure, sure. The communication? You know, one thing that is really important is the whole stigma and the judgment that happens, particularly in the African-American community. Um, it's hard for people to openly acknowledge their desires for someone of the same sex because it's definitely still frowned upon. And so even though people are coming out more and they're doing it more and they're becoming more comfortable, it's still harder to say. Like we talk about communication, but since that goes both ways, the person who is communicating whatever it is that's looked upon as negative needs to feel safe and have the ability to communicate it in a way where they won't, their whole lives won't have to be completely turned upside down in order for them to do so. And until we can make it safe for people to openly acknowledge their, what they're doing, the likelihood that more people will continue to, to stay on the down low, both male and female, just increases. Um, and just one quick note about we say down low when we say all this stuff, the difference between um, men and women and someone who is just a freak or just out there, out there having fun, giving what they can is that a person who is in a homosexual relationship, it's not about who they're having sex with. 
they desire to build a life with someone who, the same way a married person desires to build a life, they desire to build a life with someone who is of, of the same sex as opposed to someone who is on the down low and still considers himself heterosexual. They want to build a life with someone of the opposite sex but have sex with someone of the same sex, which is just scary in and of itself. But just to be clear that homosexuality isn't just about who you're having sex with, it's who you see as your life partner. And that's a little different than someone who is just being a freak. Mm. I kind of like that answer, Brian. I kind of like that. You know, I think the flesh is something that's always eating at us, and I really believe that's why a lot of times we do the things that we do. No matter how many times you go out there and you cheat and you do whatever you're going to do, the flesh, you will never be able to satisfy the flesh. The flesh is always wanting something. It's always asking you for something. Now, Brian, do you think at some point we need to understand and know how to control the flesh when it flares up and it's asking us to do something that's wrong? You know, self-control is something that, you know, you have, when you look at the word, self, <laughs> self-control, self-control. In other words, control yourself. <laughs> but, Brian, it, it's not that easy. You know, it, it's, it's almost asking a a person that's sick and they're a pedophile, they're out there molesting kids and children. That's a sickness. I mean, I, you think that they'll be able to say, I can just control this thing, or at some point you know you need help. When you want to have sex every single day, something's wrong. Now... I'm not, you know, I, when you want to just go out there and do these things constantly over and over and over, and I think once you leave the house and you start it, now that's wrong. That's wrong. There's some, there's some issues there that need to be taken care of. And, and, and sex does not understand, you know, your flesh, it does not understand who it's having, having sex with. They just want it. They want it. Would you agree, Brian? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know that. I'm reading in the uh, chat room, and I see where um, one of our chatters is saying that the mind that uh, it's not the flesh; it's the mind. You know, and I, I went back and I said the mind controls the flesh. So a lot of it is just in your mind. You know, it's a lot of it is just the fact that you can't control your flesh. Your mind, now think about it, who's in control of your mind? You are. So you should be able to control your flesh, right? You should <laughs> be able to. Some of us should be able to. Greg, we're under one minute. Yeah, I want to end this thing out by saying, you know, these relationships, you know, and I've been chiming on this all night, are based on communication. And one thing we didn't talk about was trust. You have to have proper communication so that you can build that trusting relationship that will last. And if you don't do that, you'll be absolutely doomed 
to fail in that relationship. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. And we hope that you enjoyed our show tonight, and we will be coming back to you next week as we'll be taking Friday off. So see us next week. With that being said, we bid you good evening. Holy place, it's holy because